Hi, and welcome to another episode of Hold My Whistle. I'm Paulo. I'm Foy. And we got another fun-filled week of sports for you. World Cup's all done. Wimbledon's all done. Uh, they had the World Series of Poker final last night. Did you see any of that, Sean? Uh, yeah, I did. Uh, a lot of W's going on uh, for this Sunday slash Monday episode. A lot of a lot of alliteration. 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 Yep. Good. Uh, we also just had a uh, new whiskey we opened up. Yes, we did. The Hatfield and McCoy's whiskey. We'll talk about just a little bit. Last week, I got a little little tipsy on or turnt. Turnt. Good. Good youth word today. Turnt. Yeah, I'm feeling young. Okay. On on the dickle. The dickle was good. I like Dickel a lot. Actually, that's it, you. You turned me on to that. You, you've been trying to. Yeah, yeah. I I picked that up from uh, San Inez Kitchen. San Inez <laughs> Kitchen. You no, know, good old fashioned. Yeah. Well, actually, we're not even drinking old fashions today. No, we switched it up. Yeah. What are you doing? Uh, I did. Uh, I went with just a little whiskey and seven. Well, you went that way because my my my, my accessories for our whiskey are low. Yes, there was no diet coke, so I had to go to the alternative. Well, you see, I'm, I'm not. I don't know if it's traditional, but I like to drink my whiskey. I've done it for yeah. That's, that's years. definitely your style. Yeah, and so we opened up this bottle of uh, Hatfield and McCoy, and it smelled like gasoline. Yeah, it was a little, little harsh, a little rough. But you know, it goes down. Well, we throw the big ice cubes in there. Yeah, you have to. You have to. So you went, we, did we grab the the cylinder? We went with the big fat cube. We, right? Yeah, we went with the big cube today. Not the uh, not the ice ball. Yeah, and it's just good to get some water. It opens it up, right? It lets it breathe. A little bit of water. Yeah, I, I think so. I definitely think that helps. Yeah, and so after a couple of harsh sips of the Hatfield and McCoy, it's going down pretty smooth for me now. So, you know, we're thinking of maybe starting a new segment called Whiskey Bent, Whiskey Time, something like that, where we'll discuss the whiskey we're drinking pre-episode because tradition, hold my whistle, pre-recording, we always have some form of whiskey drink, either neat, be it, be it neat, old-fashioned, Hell, we might even throw in a Manhattan in there one of these days. A little pinky up. Yeah, you know, keep keeping it classy. Keeping it classy for all the listeners. <laughs> Actually, let's get away from class. And is, it's hunting season almost for you, right? Um, As of July 14th, archery opened in the A zone, which is the biggest zone in the central southern section of California, if I do believe. And that's for all the local guys around the central coast area. If you're a bow hunter, get your tags, go out there and find yourself one of them classy California deer. Uh, unless you have private land to hunt on, you're going to be hunting for the same little 100-pound, maybe 120-pound deer that you can't find anywhere else in the world. You make some solid jerky. Oh, yeah. That's about all they're good for. You know, A lot of these deer around here eat uh, like the sagebrush and all that garbage stuff. They're, it's not like back in the Midwest where they're eating alfalfa and oats and all that good stuff where they actually taste decent. The deer around here are very acquired. Is it taste. bitter? A bitter game? Taste? Um, it's because I don't mind gaming taste. I've had wild, wild meat, and it's it's I don't know. It's it's very acquired to me. It's very acquired. I mean, I prefer elk. Oh yeah, um, it's it, to me it's the best. But you know, to draw a tag for a California elk, geez, good luck on that. You know, you could wait a lifetime and still not draw unless yeah. you got buku bucks to pay for a tag. For one of these private hunts that are on, like, um, I don't know, not uh, uh, probably federally owned land, like preserves and stuff. I'm not sure because a lot of the other elk herds are on, like, private land and you'd have to go in and get permission with the landowner. And then you're going to have to pay 
an exorbitant amount of money to harvest this animal. So likelihood of me getting a California elk is uh, pretty much none. Yeah. And so archery season, they always get a, what, two, three week month advantage on... On the rifles, yeah. Um, I want to say it goes all the way to the middle of August, maybe three, four weeks, and then it'll close for a little bit, and then A-Zone will open up for rifles and go for another three or four weeks. I'm not exactly sure. I don't get a lot of chances to uh, go out and deer hunt due to football season. Right, it's tough to to get those seasons uh, yeah, that, scheduled out well enough to... Yeah, you know, it's just for lack of time. You know, you can't uh, you can't leave practice early to go try and hunt a deer because you're running out of time. By the time I get to where I'd be going, you know, I'd have maybe an hour, if that, and then trying to get something and get it out of there, gutted, cleaned, and then take it home and clean. It makes for a long day. Field dressing, how long does a field dressing take? Well, if you're good and you've killed a lot of deer, probably not too long. But me, I haven't killed a lot of deer. Um, I've only ever killed two and it's just really not my thing. I'm more of a waterfowl guy. I, I really enjoy the duck and goose hunting trips I go on every year. Um, to me, there's more, a little more interaction, you know, you have to work, uh, a little differently. You know, you're not humping as far as you would for a deer. Uh, you're not crossing the back country. You're not worried about like rattlesnakes or mountain lions or anything like that. I mean, I'm not against deer hunting. I would like to do it if I had more time, but to me, I just... I have that that small place in my heart for the waterfowl game. Yeah, you see, I have just acquired my hunter safety license, and I'm new to the game. Yeah, it's official. Paulo is an officially licensed hunter in the state of California. Oh yeah, I'm I'm excited about that. But I'm probably following you guys. I'm following your lead and doing some waterfowl. And we're headed to Texas, right in January. Yeah, beginning of Texas, we're going to go to uh, Lubbock, Lubbock, Texas, to go hunt with uh, Final Descent Outfitters. We're going to go hunt for some sandhill crane, and hopefully we'll get into some uh, Canadian geese. Hopefully there's some snows around as well. Should make for a really good time. So the sandhill crane's pretty good eating, right? They call it the ribeye in the sky? Ribeye in the sky. It is the the leanest, like most comparable meat to a steak I've ever seen. Just after Off a bird. Off a bird. After it's dressed, it doesn't look anything like your typical fowl meat. It's got kind of a livery look like it would from right, a... real red. Yeah, real red. Um, but it's, it's tasty. If you do it upright, a lot of guys swear by it. Um, and that's one of the real reasons I wanted to get into hunting is I want to kill my own meat. Yeah. Um, that's, that's always good. It's just, it's tough where we live, you know, your choice, your choices are limited. Um, unless you have someone that owns a huge spread of property. You got to get out to the, you know, the Colorados, Wyoming, what other states are out there. It just, it just depends on what you're looking for. You know, the bigger game are hard to come by deer. Uh, like I said, it's all private land. Public land around here is, you know, you can hunt it, but so does everybody else. You're battling multiple other hunters and a limited amount of actual, like, deer worth shooting. Right. I mean, you don't want to kill the small guy. You got, I see a lot of, hey, let's wait for something a little more substantial. Yeah, um, that. That doesn't just, that doesn't happen a lot out here, yeah. um, due to the lack of size of the deer population. You just take what you could get. Pretty much, that's how people do it around here. And, and so, how good are you with the archery game? Oh God, are you Katniss Everdeen? Uh, negative. That is a negative on the bow hunting skills. I can shoot a little bit. I'm not the greatest. Never. I will never claim to be the greatest with uh, um, a bow or a rifle. I'm okay with a shotgun. Um, 
my wife says she'll hunt with me if we archery hunt. So that's uh, that's kind of now. Do you me. get to use a crossbow during archery season? Um, no, I think that's for. Like, I think that's a special time. I think there's like an allotted amount of time to where you could use that. And I'm not even sure if you can do that in this state. It might be illegal, right? Yeah, pretty much everything else is illegal in this state, so I'm not sure. Um, but you know, if if I did bow hunt, I would use a, a compound. My wife says if she if she gets into it with me, she's gonna want to use a recurve. She wants to go traditional recurve. Wow. Yeah. So. I don't, so it's never gonna happen. Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> you know what I want to do? I want to get me a carp, or I want to go fishing. You want to go bow boats. fishing? Bow fishing. That looks fun. It looks like a blast. I see these videos of kids off a bridge. Yeah, just thumping these big carp. But what are you gonna do with it? I mean, a carp is a bottom feeder, and I'm sure it tastes like shit. Oh, it's the worst. You, well, you, what are you gonna so do with it? So one time, I was fishing with your uncle at Kachuma and it was super low and a guy had his rod set up on a, a dead tree right at the at the water and he left it and he walked up on the hill I said what the hell is he doing because we've been taught hey stay by your stuff in case game comes by whatever fishing and, game fishing game yeah fishing game and his rod hits and I'm 30 yards away, and he is up a, a decent-sized cliff. Right? Oh, yeah, the water was super way, low. You're all the way down the We're point? We're down, down, down. Right? And so I whistle, best whistle I've ever had. I don't oh. know how I did it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it for right now if my life depended on it. But he goes, reel it in for me. And he, he had a fat carp on there. Had to be like eight pounds. Really? Huge carp. And so he's reel it in. And I was like, well, I'm going to have fun with this. Mm-hmm. So I opened up the bell, let it go. Right, and then I just reeled it in, had fun for, with it for about five six minutes. It wasn't too hard. Yeah, it was heavy. Yeah, it's just right because he had a big rod on there, and I reeled it in. And when I pulled it in, he was so juiced, and his family was on top of the hill having a barbecue. They were. It's not like it sounded like Cinco de Mayo up there, <laughs> right? <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. He caught. I was like, cool. It was an ugly mudfish, right? Yeah. And he goes, hey, if you want tacos, come on up. This hey, is, they might have been good. You oh, never well, no, know. No, he had, they had actual meat. Oh, okay. <laughs> like it was red meat. But so me and your uncle and we took a little neighbor kid up with us that, to fish that morning. And they had the fish hung up on the tree like a trophy. <laughs> Instead of on the hood of the truck? <laughs> Pretty much like on the hood of the truck. They were celebrating. Thank you, thank you, thank you. They were super uh, you know, just thankful that I caught the fish for them and fed us super well. How were the tacos? Oh. Stupendous. There's nothing like an open fire was taco it, setup. How was the salsa? Was there good salsa? I, all I know is I was happy. I got a little bit of everything. You oh, know, okay. me, I throw the onion. Yeah, the, you, the, I even went with the radish. Ra- radish slices. Oh, really? Oh, dude. Got it. They had a barbecue with radish slices? Oh, they had the whole setup in the little Tupperware stations? Oh, wow. That's on set, point. Yeah. No, but, but then they also gave me uh, a piece of the, the carp tackle. And they used like a cornmeal ball and it had like eight hooks in it. Yeah. So they slurp it up. It's kind of the same thing for uh, catfish. I, yeah. I want to say it's almost the same style of fishing. You, would you ever try noodling? Oh yeah, that that looks like fun. I don't, I don't know, I don't know. I get I nervous know. with they like oh beavers and turtles and snakes. Yeah, yeah, snakes don't snakes don't do it for me. You know, turtles. I think I could handle the turtle. Um, beaver. Uh, I think the beaver would be more scared of you. But those teeth, I don't oh. know. I definitely wear a glove. If I did it, I'd definitely wear a glove. My buddy used to date a girl with buck teeth, and I always worried about him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, hunting season, getting ready, going to full effect. Get your, get your tags, get your licenses, get ready for the 2018-2019 season. 
Let's go into our first segment. Paul mentioned uh, the World Series of Poker. Um, we're we're not we're not big into poker being a sport, but but it was much, pretty epic last night. Pretty much, it was the only thing on ESPN the last three days. Right. So I guess it was a three week tournament, two week tournament from beginning to end. Uh, I want to say it's a week or it's well, like no, eleven no. days. It or was something. it was pretty long this time. Well, because they they still wait. Yeah. But uh, the last heads up final went for ten hours. Yeah, I, the same two guys. I uh, I was watching it two nights ago. Got tired, fell asleep. Turned it on the next day. It was on again. The same two guys watched it for a little bit and said, "You know, I had enough." Nobody was pushing all in. Oh yeah, they was, were very conservative. They, they had tons of chips. Did you see the chips? They were huge. Oh yeah, they they make them specially for, for that the tournament. TV. Yeah, and then they had the chairs that looked like uh, they were in uh, Fast and Furious. Yeah, they're, those are like those game, like a lot of gamers Gamer use. Chairs. Yeah, they use those type of chairs. And, you know, you got to be comfortable. If you're going to be sitting for 10 to 12-hour sessions of playing poker, you definitely want something comfortable to sit in. Oh, yeah. So they were going for that uh, second largest pool of players ever what since the tournament's been open. Was it? How- it was like 8,000-something. Insane. What's the buy-in? 10 Gs? Uh, I think it's 10 Gs. Plus satellites. And yeah, stuff. Plus, yeah, plus all the, the people elsewhere. So, That's I insane. mean, price, so, price pool was... 80 something million i think or something something oh, astronomical well, okay. first place got 8.8 million a guy named john sin from indianapolis yeah or chin i can't see why it, it, it was sin i'm pretty sin, sure it was yeah. sin because the guys on the shirt had sin city like oh, the guys nice in there his fans in the crowd had sin city on their shirt so i thought that was pretty tight there was a emotional uh father-son moment his dad was really proud of him winning that oh i'm sure i mean 8.8 oh, 8 mil yeah oh, I'm i'm ecstatic for my son kick me down my my piece yeah, <laughs> no problem. Yeah, he got a little cut, but even second place got five point, uh, got about five million. Yeah, I mean, so third could, place was like three, two, five. Wasn't or, bad. There yeah. was a lot of one point, one point eight, one point five. Well, it just trickled down for the top ten. I saw. Yeah, and a lot of those guys probably blew all that money like oh. within the next twenty four hours playing some large game, and because I think I remember them saying on the broadcast that there was a uh, million dollar buy in tournament coming up. So I'm sure a lot of them took their winnings Sucker and just bet. entered right into Sucker that. Sucker bet. No, but did you see the bracelet too? Was it larger than normal? Oh, it was huge. It looked like a WWE belt. <laughs> yeah, it, you know, it only showed like a certain angle on the TV, and I'm like, it looked fat. It looked like um, gauntlets or wrist guards you'd find in a, a medieval style of uh, like a video game. Oh, yeah. It was definitely stunner. I was like, oh, he could be in a rap video. Yeah. I bet you that thing's pretty heavy. Oh, it's solid. I mean, he had pretty thin arms, so it might have weighed him down. But it looked good. I, that's the, probably the best looking bracelet. Because before I used to look at the bracelet, I'd be like, eh. Yeah, it looks like one of those or, diabetes bracelets. Or, yeah, so maybe something got in Arizona with uh, the, the green rock on it, the topaz, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. But, but this one was yeah. on point. So that's over with. So now we don't have to worry about watching poker for the next year. But you remember God. when we used to play poker, though? We used to have a lot of fun. Yeah, back when po- poker first like blew up. The and whole moneymaker be- thing. Yeah, and it, for, and it blew up and it became like a household thing. Poker was on ESPN Who all the time. Who didn't have chips? Right, everybody. The I little briefcase of chips. Oh, yeah, the aluminum case. Oh, it was. Bringing out the football of chips, you know, setting it down, getting a home game going. Oh, yeah. You know, we'd play for a little bit of money when we had did very you ever wear, money. Did you ever wear sunglasses at night? Uh, no. <laughs> No, I'm, <laughs> I love those guys. I'm what you'd call a call station. I'm gonna call you oh. if I if if I'm committed. I don't give a shit what you have. I'm gonna pay you to see it. So in San Jose, we used to go to a couple card rooms at Bay 101 and Garden City, and that's what you get. You get some ladies that'll call all the way down. Doesn't matter what you do, strategy. They're gonna call. Yeah, and they win, and it's annoying as hell. 
Well, you know, and that that's good if you have a lot of money behind, but eventually you get busted out. Oh yeah. But it's just like those times for you it affects you more than them. Like you don't you, I don't care about them losing, but the time that they beat you it's yeah, it's, it's gonna irritating. Hurt. Oh yeah. yeah, and it's gonna piss you off. Wait, what did that Australian guy used to say that you'd say all the oh, time? Pass the sugar. Pass the sugar. Oh yeah, that was hilarious. And then whatever happened to that guy? No one knows. Oh, I'm sure he's still okay. I don't think so, because I know Chris Moneymaker went broke. Well, he he won two tournaments. Yeah, that, that won, but that's that was it. And then he the sponsorship money goes away. Well, yeah, you, he ran out of money because if you watch that that uh, particular tournament, he got lucky as shit. I mean, there's a lot there of luck. There was some in, clutch. There were some clutch moves. There's a lot of luck involved in that. But like, I mean, he won with like four six or four seven, some garbage cards. So you know, you you get lucky, you get lucky. It's it's yeah. just the turn well, of a card. It's yeah, it's a little part of luck, a little part of skill and. That was good for him. Uh, but, yeah, let's go into the World Cup. It's finally over, Sean. Oh, thank God. You know, we had a lot of good content. You know, I watched a lot more soccer than I'm accustomed to. Thank goodness I don't have to do it for at least two years because that's when the next Olympics is. Um, so I'm all soccered out. So but- the next World Cup is actually in Qatar in four years. Yeah. Whoever in the world thought that was a good idea uh check what you're smoking well they went to russia this year and i for a long time thought why well i mean because russia had the olympics too yes i mean well they you know they over well it's kind of like brazil brazil just had the world cup and the olympics back yeah to back and they're, they're helping out these countries that opening them up to tourism making sure you know letting people know that it is safe it's not all you hear in politics or in the news it, it, but but the thing is is after these big events come through these countries they're they're in the negative, I mean, they're losing it money depends. after all the. All the inf- a lot of the times, yes, you're right, but they do it so they could help a little bit. Yeah, I, I mean, they, they don't help as much as everyone thinks they do. The after like, effect, it, it hurts. like all the infrastructure that has to be built and created. I uh, think Olympics is worse than World Cup. Uh, I, I agree because. It, there's definitely, especially the summer games. The summer oh. games, you're... They're building arenas. They're building... And you have to accommodate for 150 countries and their athletes coming in. And it's just, financially for the country, it's just a nightmare. I'm sure. But, you know, Qatar 2022. And did you ask get the, the bid for the 2026? Um, I'm, I'm not We're sure. We're in the running, right? I it, think it's, it's in conversation. I'm not sure if it's complete or not, but they're talking about hey, well, like You know what's three. good about that is when you go to the host country, you're automatically in the tournament. Yeah, that's about <laughs> the only chance they got, right? Oh, my gosh. I hope they're better by then. Yeah, they should be. Because um, look, don't get me wrong. I like cheering for Peru, and I always will cheer for Peru, but I'm American. Yeah. You know, through and through. I, I'll, give, you know, I'll give it to our boys. You got to go for them. Yeah. But the thing, the thing I think was interesting about the the bid that the United States put in, I want to say it was like a, a three tiered thing between the United States, Mexico, and Mexico, Canada, and Canada oh, yeah. trying to utilize the North America play. Um, so it's a I, long way to travel between games, right? <laughs> well, actually, you know what? I bet you Russia is just as big. Yeah, I, I'm sure. I've heard. Oh. I, I I didn't look at the map to see where like the stadiums were put out, but in terms of landmass, Russia's huge. Yeah, I have a funky globe. I really can't, <laughs> I can't really tell my uh, size differences. But you know, but cu- big ups to the France, the, Fran- the French, the France, the France. Yeah, no big deal. The French. No, the French played well. Did you watch part of the game? Uh, no, I didn't. I was uh, finishing up fair because I've been there all week. Oh, how'd your boy do? Uh, my boy sold his pig, $10 a pound, you know, good job for his first time. Uh, today's the last day, you know, last feeding's coming up. 
you know, he's got to say goodbye. So it's a real, real touching moment for him right now. We'll see how he handles it. Um, but it, all in all, he had a good time. He said it was a good experience. You know, he learned a lot. He worked hard. He was corralling some pigs yesterday when they were taking him to auction. I was in the middle of the pig pen as they brought him in, and I was wrestling pigs all day. <laughs> by the ears or by the back feet? Uh, I was just trying to grab them as best I could. A lot of the kids, they shine their pigs up. They spray, like, this Shoshin stuff, and they're all greasy. They say, you know, try to corral a, a greasy hog. That's what I was trying to do all day. Oh, my goodness. It was rough. I was the only guy in there that had shorts on. <laughs> well, you always wear shorts. I always wear shorts. And did you wear flip-flops, too? No, no. You, I actually, wore, you wore boots. I, no, I didn't have boots. I wore shoes. Oh. But I stepped in more pig shit than you could ever imagine. <laughs> it was rough. So we went and visited Wilbur uh, the day you guys weren't there. Yeah. And we saw the pig and... We, uh, with my little baby son, you know, cause he, he kind of met Wilbur mm-hmm. every time we went over to your house and dude, he gained some weight this last month. Yeah. He, he, he was, he was, he was light. He was really light coming into the last few weeks before fair. We weren't sure if he was going to make weight, but, uh, we upped his feeding and he ate and he did good and he put on like 50 pounds in like two weeks, like a week and a half. Um, so it was, it was really good. You know, he made it, uh, Went through showing, made it through meat meat auction, and then now he went through final auction and got sold. So that was huge. Cool. Yeah, well, we had a time at the fair, though. You know, got the, the funnel cake. We ate. Oh, you have to sample oh. fair food. Oh, and then our, my little boy had a... There's not too much he could do because he's too little to, you know, get on the rides. And, and a lot of them were single ride, no single riders. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's, he's too little. Yeah. But we put him on a little pony. How do you like that? Oh, dude. He instantly turned into pit mode. Started looking at other girls, waving, waving at dad. He, I think he did the two, like uh, a USC. He threw, double, he threw, oh, he threw the, the double v. fingers. Oh, smug. Kid was on it. So we only spent, I think I spent 16 bucks two times around on Little Ponies. And he was cool riding on the horse. So that was Good. pretty fun. But yeah, the French did super well. Came out scoring really early. Then backed it up with a penalty kick. Uh, the Croatians played well in the first half too. And came back with the goal. It was 2-1 in the first half. In the second half, they scored two more, followed by a late goal by the Croatians. But it was actually a really exciting, exciting game. They were going hard the whole time, watching the Croatians fight, fight, fight. And, you know, the young kid, Mbappe. Oh, for France? Wow. Yeah, he's... I, uh, you know, he had one goal. He's, you know, in the conversation with Pelé now as being a young World Cup goal scorer. Wow. Yeah, it's, that's uh, that's quite the audience to be in. Oh yeah, he's he's in good good company, and the French were the French were just too much. They you know, they, they had it. they had way too much speed. I th- yeah, I think in the first half too, the penalty kick, you know, you, it just hurt the it, hurt, it it changes the momentum and the mindset, and you know they were playing from behind really early, and so because they were coming with it, they were getting great opportunities. It was a good game. A lot of you know, I always just kind of remember watching. Real close games, zero zero games. You know, ten yeah. minutes left, and this was from the great. beginning, right? From the beginning, it was on. It was fun to watch. I was really tired because we were. I worked the graves, and mm-hmm. shoot, the game started before I got off work, and I got into about ten minutes into the game, and it was fireworks. I stayed wide awake. I was. It was. It was a really good game, and then right after when France was uh, accepting the award and celebrating, the rain came down. That's got to be a fun way to party, you know? Yeah, I would, the biggest I would imagine game so. of your life, pretty much. And then it just starts pouring. Oh, party. Yeah. You know? Who needs champagne when, when the earth is pouring down on you like right. that? Right. So, yeah. So, let's see if they can keep it up. They're a young team. 
Yeah, they should have they should have a majority of the guys back on the squad in you four know, years. A lot of those guys are going to get some big contracts. Oh, there's going to be some money, money spent. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And how about the uh, the third place game? Did you watch any of the third place? I watched game? a little bit of it. It was you know, uh, England lost to Belgium. Yep. Right. So. Two nothing. Um, there, there's England stud Kane. I want to say had zero shots on goal, but he actually ended up winning the golden boot. He did win the golden. He won boot. the golden boot, and so that's good for him. He's a young one too. Yeah. But uh, zero shots in a, a consolation game like that. I, I mean, your best player's got to touch the ball. You got to take some shots. You got to create some opportunity for him. Yeah, and you know, it's, it's something about that consolation game that you know I, I could see a team not playing as enthused. Yeah, I I, I can see that. Um, hell yeah, let's play for third place. Woohoo! You know, but you're playing one more game than everybody else. Right, and you know you got to represent. There's something about it where you got to fight, and so I kind of feel like I saw a little bit of that from England. Yeah, and I didn't see that from Belgium. Belgium went for it. So yeah, the the Belgians came out swinging. You know, they were determined after uh, after losing their semifinal match. I think that was a little eye opener the for them. The Belgians. Yeah, we were corrected. <laughs> Thank you to the Meads. Uh, she corrected us because our grammar and all that other stuff is no good. But hey, that's how we do it on whole. I really home. blame it on our high school education. Uh, okay, if you want to go there. I mean, you can blame yours. Mine was fine. <laughs> um, it's just lack of attention to detail when it comes to grammar. I did, however, see a very funny meme regarding the English loss to the Belgians. It said, England is 0-2 versus small underdog countries. In July. In July. Yeah, that's right. I found that extremely funny. That was hilarious. <laughs> I love that one. I saw that one, too. I think I shared it with you on Facebook. Oh, is that what happened? I, I think I sent you a yeah. messenger. Well, because Sean doesn't have an Instagram. Yeah, no, I, I don't. I'm not a big Instagram guy. I still don't know how to use it. Uh, yeah, the pictures are nice, but if I wanted to look at selfies, I'd just ask my daughter to see her picture roll because that's pretty much all they are. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about England. Wimbledon's all finished up. Yeah, hey, what do you know? Two, two, time, two big tournaments over with on the same day. Pretty nice. Yeah, you know, Serena, Serena played uh, Kerber, I want to yes. say. Yes. Angelique Kerber. Is that German? She is German. She is part of the Germans? Yes. Hey, at, <laughs> hey, at, time. Least, at least Germany won something this weekend. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, big win for her. Um, second time she beat Serena for a Grand Slam win. Yeah, it's her third overall Grand third Slam overall, title. Second time over Serena. And, you know, but even still, talking about Serena, Serena came into this tournament ranked 25th. 25th. Right. She's coming off the having the baby. She didn't look good. She didn't know not, not in the final match. No, she. she uh, uh, I want to say she had like twenty five unforced errors. I mean, and Kerber had four or five, maybe. So in a, in a finals match like on this magnitude, th- those things will come back and kill you. Yeah, but you know, big ups to Angelique Kerber. Yeah, congratulations for her first Wimbledon uh, Grand Slam victory. Yeah, first Wimbledon. Yeah. So, but uh, so did you see when she won to? Uh, after she did the you know the classic handshake and hug and thank you Serena they were real cordial she ran up and and you know ran through the crowd and hugged her coach and family so if you win a big game you win the Super Bowl you win the World Series Sean okay and it's your time to celebrate or kind of give thanks what kind of guy are you do you give thanks to God I want, first I want to thank the Lord are you into your parents or who do, who do you thank who do I thank uh, as of right now. Right now, you, you, you win the Super Bowl. You're middle linebacker. I'd thank my wife and my family. Yeah, I wouldn't say thanks to God. Dude. What about That's your a, team? My team? Oh, yeah, of course you say your oh, team. Man, you, 
You do pretty bad if you had a, you won a Super Bowl. Oh, why? Why do you think? Why do you say that? I don't know. I'm just, you, you think, you know. I'm always per- running through like acceptance speeches in my head all the time. <laughs> See, I don't think like that. You know, I, I love I, the Conor McGregor thank you speech. I want to thank absolutely nobody. That or was apologize. great. Oh, it's the that best. was great. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't think like that. Uh, accepted speech. I'm not the guy you want to interview after the game. You know, I'm gonna no. say, I'll say the right things, but you know, I'd rather be with my team or with my family. You know, celebrating the victory, unless it is like a tennis match. It's it's just you. It's individual. So right. you can you can do your own thing. It doesn't Bask matter. In the glory. Yeah, it's just you. So enjoy it. Yeah, no, and I like how in Wimbledon you get that you get a nice cup or a second you get a plate, you know. Oh, Those are pretty cool. Trophies. I'm sure that's sterling silver. You oh, know, it's pretty it's, solid stuff. I wonder how heavy it is. It's kind of like the Stanley Cup. I want to know how much the Stanley Cup weighs. Oh yeah. If you know how much the Stanley Cup weighs, shoot us a comment. <laughs> let us know. <laughs> Google it. It's getting. We ask a lot of questions of our, well, our you know, listeners. We're just seeing how closely people are paying attention. Yeah. Um, but in the men's, finished up today, and we have Novak Djokovic. Oh, very tore it up. Very good with the pronunciation. Well, How long have you been practicing that? I don't practice very much because it's my wife's favorite tennis player. Oh. Yeah. So he's he's a, well, actually, he's a really, like, pretty funny guy. He interacts a lot with the crowd. and He seems like, a, like he'd be a cool dude. He's pretty cool, yeah. He seems like he'd be a cool he's dude. He's Serb. Yeah. But he's cool. Yeah. And he does a lot of impressions. And he, like I said, he's just, he seems like a cool guy to hang out with. Uh, but he beat Kevin Anderson of South Africa. We yeah. didn't know where he was from. Yeah, he sounded Danish, but they said South African. Yeah. You know, kind of threw us for a loop there. Uh, but props to him, you know. Um, Anderson, he crushed it. And- Anderson had a tough road. I mean, Anderson had to beat Fe- he beat Federer, and then didn't he have to beat Nadal too? No, 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 no. Drake beat Nadal. Oh, okay. So they both went through. They, they had to go through the top two guys to to make it to this final. Oh, yeah. It was a pretty pretty easy win for Drake, but, you know. Wimbledon's done. Yeah. Um, no lawn, no white. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't I don't know what the next big tournament coming in. It might be the U.S. Open. I think it's you the know, U.S. Open. That's the in next New York, right? One. Yeah, it's in New York. We got to go to a tennis event one day. Uh, how about no? Oh, I would go. I wouldn't. Why not? Because I don't want to watch that shit. Oh, yeah, I do. Uh, you can't. You can go. How about you go a, down a, a, a women's event? How about you go down to Palm Springs and watch that shit in Indian Wells? Tell me no, how no. much you like that. No, I'll go to. I want to go to a big event. Why you want? What, I don't even know what Indian Wells is. Uh, dude, well, there's a lot of big tournament, a lot of big tournaments down in Palm Springs. Well, maybe for, I'll go. Yeah, go ahead and tell me how that is. How oh, that works out have, for you? Oh, I'm gonna ter- tear it up. Yeah. You better wear something over that bald spot because it's going to burn. Oh, I'm going to wear a classic tennis visor. Oh, <laughs> doesn't that not cover up your head? It's okay. It's cla- like I'm tall enough to not too many people can see direct directly. And if I, I can't afford good seats, so I know I'm going to be at the very top. Where oh, no so you're going to burn the fastest. Me. Oh, yeah. We're, <laughs> I'm already burned as it is. So. Yeah, you've been going to the beach a lot lately. Oh, I love the beach. Hey, you know, it's the time of the year where it's hot. The water's still cold as balls, but hey. Not really. I've been in the water a lot. Well, I got a lot of blubber. Hey, that, whatever. Whatever gets it done for you. I mean, if you've ever swam in the Pacific Ocean, that shit's cold. Especially from, like, March, April on, all the upwelling that's going on, man, our, our, our ocean is cold. If you swim in the Atlantic, it's not so bad. Have you ever swum in the Atlantic Ocean? I've never swam the Atlantic. It's a lot nicer. Well, the southern part. Right. Oh no, I've, I've only swam it in the New England area. Oh, wow. I mean, it's... And that's not bad? It's not as cold. Oh, wow. Not nearly as cold. You see, I've only been, like, in the Gulf of Mexico and no, the Pacific. Okay. Um, well, let's see. I went to I went to the Bahamas for the honeymoon. That water was warm. Hawaii's warm. Yeah, well, I'm planning a trip to the DR next summer. Okay. So yeah, that you... one's... I All I want is hot water. Clear, hot water. 
you know, see when I when shallow, I shallow, I want to take my baby in there and just which soak. one? We're gonna have both of them. Oh, okay. Yeah, doesn't and matter. Playing a dangerous oh, game, I t- my friend. I took Little Lincoln into the Pacific, bro. <laughs> Shit, and I'm like playing. You know, like, the water's calm. The water's calm, and all of a sudden you could just feel the water like gut low, and I turn around and, and you got oh, hammered. Oh well. He, I stood up. I didn't get knocked down, but he took a face full of salt water. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, it'll toughen him up. Oh, good. It's well, good he, for him. He, and he's got to respect the ocean, you know? Yeah, you know, it's, that's, it's the game you play when you go in there. Yeah. We need to go freaking deep sea fishing again. Yeah, that's that's the second time I've heard that in the last uh, week or so. I've had a friend hit me up uh, on Facebook saying, you know, we got to plan another trip. Our previous co-host, uh, Josh McClurk, he went out uh, to Santa Rosa Island the other day with his youngest boy, and they slayed it. Uh, his son caught two keeper lingcod, and they caught oh, a bunch of nice... Oh, wow. Like, That's what you want to keep. They caught a bunch or of nice catch. reds. Um, so it looked like yeah, a good what day. Are, they're just called reds, right? Well, yeah, red snapper. That rockfish? Oh, okay. Yeah, it's... You it's know, not snapper, though. Uh, you can say red snapper if you want, but, you know, it is what it is. People might correct you, call it a red snapper, call it a red... Tell them eat shit. It's a red, you know. <laughs> right, it makes good, it makes good tacos. Yeah, that that's primarily what you use the rock the rock cod quote unquote around here for is the fish tacos. If you cook that up on a barbecue, make some tacos, little ceviche. I mean, you got you got yourself a good meal. Yeah, I, I'm a big pescatarian. I love me some fish. <laughs> Look at that word. Oh, the only reason you know that word is because date, we saw to- a tag. Really? No, I used to date a pescatarian. You sure she wasn't Episcopalian? <laughs> <laughs> no, she just ate, she like it was a lot of veggies, and then she just had fish once in a while. Oh, okay. It was just boring. I'm not okay. a fish fan. Oh, I I love to catch it. I'll clean it and cook it, but I sure shit don't like to eat it. There's certain fishes I don't like too much, but like sushi, I love it, man. Sashimi's, give it to me. Well, I'm proving in you know proving people say that they created ceviche, and I'm pretty sure they did. They have a different type of ceviche. It doesn't have that. Like tomato base type of thing. So what is it? It's just lime juice and lemon juice, fish, and they throw like some red onion that you love. No, but it's real good stuff, man. It's like, I think it's the main dish of Peru. Well, you might have to make it one day because I'm sure Veronica would want to try it without (laughs) the onions. Oh, no, it's super good. Okay. And then you drink it with a pisco sour. Oh, didn't we have... We, we just had Pisco and Coke. Yeah. But if you have a Pisco sour, that shit's the truth. Oh, Pisco, Pisco Coke was disgusting. It was. It wasn't, it wasn't uh, highly rated on my, my drink choices. Yeah. You have a, uh, like a sensitive palate. Yeah, you know, I know what I like. Right. I know what I like and I know what I don't like. So we'll, we'll just keep it at that. Yeah. Dude, did you see that Manny Pacquiao fought again? Uh, I thought he was just a senator for the Philippines. I had no idea. Well, I thought it was like a rerun. You know, they right. said he was going to fight, and and he got he won by knockout. Yeah, he do- from from the headlines I, I read, it said he dominated the fight. <laughs> the dude, the dude was the welter. The was w- it pay per view or was it like a Friday night fight? Uh, it was a Saturday night, so it had to be pay per view. Um, from what I read, it was you know he dominated from start to finish. Uh, Manny Pacquiao, the guy, the dude he fought, what was his name, Matthias? Yeah, or Mathis or Mathis Mathias. or something like that. The dude was the WBA middleweight or welterweight champion. He had a belt. And Manny is, what, 42? My goodness. A lot of it, people were worried. I, th- I think I saw a little blip, but they were like, hey, he doesn't need to fight anymore. Yeah, they're, they're really Does trying to talk. Does he need the paycheck, you think? I thought he was looted in the Philippines. Um, I don't think he needs the paycheck. Uh, he's doing just fine. For pride and stuff, yeah. Uh, I think it's more of a, a test to see if he's still got it. You know, the, personally, that's how yeah. I feel. Because uh, the last couple, what? 
it's just you see a guy deteriorate. You don't want you you see, you've seen him at his best. Yeah, you, don't, you hate to see a guy not have what he used to have, and you worry for him. Yeah, you, you know, know it's it's like you gotta you gotta know when to call it a career, especially at his age. You know, it's like what are you still fighting for? You, I I I don't know. I mean, you know, he like won, you said, man. right? He won. He won yeah, handedly. He, I, dude, I, there's a lot of our Pinoy brothers out there that are just juiced on this win. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure there was a party in the Philippines. Oh, the Olympia. I I, oh, I, I, I missed out. I missed out because if I known that there was a fight, you find Lumpia on a Saturday. Oh, I'm 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 sure. Adobo, Lumpia. I'm a Lumpia fan. Oh yeah, I'm a big Lumpia fan. Um, I'm sure our buddy, uh, one of our subscribers, uh, Mike Fosho Fonseca, I'm sure he had the fight because I saw him queuing it up, you know, some tri-tips, some chicken. I'm sure there was some loopy in there. Pancet. Oh, Ponce- oh. some Ponset's good. You oh, know? I, a, a Filipino barbecue is the truth. Everyone brings something solid. It is one of my favorite, favorite parties good or, times oh yeah you know i they bust out the karaoke <laughs> you know someone's mom or aunt is gonna start singing i you know very musically inclined people i wasn't you know i only knew one filipino kid growing up you know he moved he moved here god fourth grade and we went all the way through high school together and he was the only filipino guy i knew it wasn't until i started working that everybody i worked with seemed to be filipino you know i've oh. <laughs> the the industry is Full of Filipino. Oh, dude, growing up in San Jose, it's talk about a second language. You just learn quick, and it's real close to Spanish. You think so? Oh yeah, a lot of the words are the same. Really? How do you say hello? Kamustaka. Sounds like cómo está. Oh okay. Right, and then like pan is bread, and that's the same in both languages. And how many of the Filipino last name like they were conquered by the Spanish? Yeah, and so a lot of that um, leaked into the language. Yeah. Oh. So you do? You, how are you with your Tagalog? Uh, it's not too bad. I could say hello, thank you, and I could curse really well. <laughs> That's know? typically what most non-native speakers. I think "punta uh, <laughs> is uh, a good one. So I, yeah, I, I could get away with a nice little curse word. The the only thing I know is "salamat," "salamat," and "mabute." Uh, I don't know what that one is. It's thank you and. You're welcome. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much the only one I know. <laughs> and then all the food items. Yeah, pretty much. And, oh, there's another bad word I remember. Manigot. Huh. I could say, like, good morning, uh, maganda, baganda, and some other words. I don't, I, I'd probably get it wrong. I don't want to say, but it's, like I said, it's a second language in San Jose. I'm impressed. <laughs> well, that's pretty much it for this week. Do you got anything else? Um, you know, this week, you know, just some cul- just the culmination of a lot of these big tournaments that we've been covering. Um, you know, there's not a lot going on. The ba- baseball Oh wait, did you hear about that award show? Which award show? It's a new one. Really? No, I hadn't heard. Uh, I believe these guys out of uh the Solvang are doing a sports award show called the Blowies. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I did hear something about that. <laughs> it's coming out this Wednesday, guys. Check it out on our your local podcast on your Apple Podcasts, you can get on Podbean or Google Play Music. Uh, pretty big award show. Definitely yeah. worth listening to. Yeah, you definitely want to win a blowy on these awards. It's, oh, yeah. You're, you're in high esteem if you win one of those. So it's a, it's a lot of hard work from a lot of our nominees coming to a culmination and have, you know, getting to celebrate their, their hard work. Yeah. Um, we thought it'd be a good idea, you know, with you know, people that really aren't into the ESPYs type deal. So we went ahead and just created our own award show for what we thought deserved awards. Yeah. And, you know, love it or hate it, it's what it is, and that's how we did it. Um, 
should be a good listen so check that out that should be dropping uh wednesday uh maybe thursday depends but uh check it out for sure it should be a definite good listen yeah and you're actually taking a little vacation you're going to mexico huh? yeah i leave monday night going to huatuco which is in oaxaca oh but hey can you just get me like a poncho or a funny tank top yeah well i'll look for you what oh. size uh you know i'm getting, i'm stretching out a two, two x two x two x off two x Hey, nothing wrong with the 2X. I like no. the 2X. You know, it's I like comfortable. It a loose. It's summertime. I don't want nothing too restrictive. Too constricting? Yeah. Yeah, too constricting. Yeah, but I'll be I'll be in Mexico drinking some drinking some booze. What do you what's your go-to drink in Mexico? Are um, you going to be doing like margaritas, piña coladas? No, see, I I have a routine, you know. Um it's all inclusive by the way. Ooh. Yeah, so I drink for free, so I'm going to drink as much as I possibly can. <laughs> um no, I have a I have a system. I go Two whiskey drinks, and then I'll mix it up with like some sweet fruity drink just to keep it, you know, fresh. You got to keep it tropical. Yeah, you know, uh, on our honeymoon, we we were in um, God, where were we? The Bahamas. Yeah, with somewhere in the God, why St. Lucia? It was in St. Jesus. I, <laughs> I can never remember that. I don't know why. Uh, we were in St. Lucia. Uh, we went to a Sandals, which was a lot of fun. I had never been to one before. Uh, it was my first time leaving the country. Um, I sat at the pool bar all day. I had Jack and Coke, Jack and Coke, and then they hit me with this um, orange drink. It tasted like a creamsicle, you know, Ooh. blended, and it was money. So I just kept them coming, and that was my routine. So I'd go two whiskey drinks, so I wouldn't get burned out on the whiskey drinks, and I wouldn't get fucked up that bad, you know? I think I maintained a buzz for a week straight, and I was solid. <laughs> well, hey, man, I hope you have a good time uh over there in Huatuco. Yeah, it should be a good time. I'm I'm looking forward to it. You know, first vacation without the kids since our honeymoon. Ooh. So, you know, good times. Hey, man, we'll have fun. Uh, but that's another episode of Hold My Whistle. I'm Paulo. I'm Foy. Be sure to check us out on all the links. You can check us out on Podbean, Apple Pod, Podcast, uh, Google Play Music. Um, also, check us out on Instagram, uh, Facebook, uh, our Twitter should be lining up here pretty soon once we figure out how to use the damn thing. Um, but other than that, yeah, check it, check us out. Give us a shout out. You know, take a listen. Tell us what you think. All right, man, we're out. Can you blow my whistle, baby? Whistle, baby, let me know, girl. I'm gonna show you how to do it, and we start real slow. You just put your lips together and you come real close. Can you blow?